This is Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 164. Thomas and Majana back with you, and we're going to talk about something today that happens every 28 or 29 years in your life. It's a big, monumental occurrence, and this podcast is triggered by a listener who contacted me on uh, Thomas at SubconsciousMindMastery.com and wanted to uh, know a few things, and as we dug a little deeper... I figured out kind of where this guy was in his life, and we're going to talk about that because it's relevant to everybody. Either you're right there, or you're waiting for it to happen, or you're looking back in the rearview mirror, but every three decades or so, this major occurrence happens in our lives, and that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. But before we do that, we do have a couple of announcements, the first one being Um, what we're going to release next weekend. Some of you are familiar with Carl Hunter. You maybe have listened to the podcast with him and been practicing his writing techniques, which are so powerful. It's podcast 163. It's the prior one to this. And the download of that booklet is right at the top of the Subconscious Mind Mastery website. So that's all great stuff. But wait, there's more. (laughs) This this weekend, we are going to introduce Mind Flavors, also coming from Carl, and that is one powerful tool. Well, that's the program that I went to Phoenix to sit down with he and Amy to record some podcasts and talk to them about what they're doing, and boy, has that thing ever been doing well. They are signing people up on that like crazy. And yes, in the next episode, 165, We are going to roll that out, and you can hear all about it if it's something you want to take a look at. But you can shortcut it and just go to the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com, go up to the top, and you can download Carl's book on on the writing technique. It's free to download. But inside that download is a link to the Mind Flavors program, so you can just scoot on over there if you want to. Right, and Thomas and I have just finished our 30 days on Mind Flavors. Wow. Wow. It, it We're going to continue. There's other mind flavors to taste yet, but it's good stuff. Yeah, it definitely is. And it's a very cool way to reprogram your subconscious mind. It's kind of a shortcut to do it. And our other announcement, don't forget, the holidays are coming and we have a great gift option for you. You've heard about it before. And once again, the original retro first edition of The Science of Getting Rich. Um, These are available on the website, and in fact, we travel with them, we keep them with us, and I don't have mine. Someone was admiring it. It got given away. It did. Someone was admiring, so we gifted it, but uh, it will be replaced. Amazon Santa will be here with more (laughs) through the holidays. But yes, go to theoriginalscienceofgettingrich.com, and you get a 30% exclusive discount for subconscious mind mastery listeners. You know, when I went to Phoenix to talk to Carl and Amy... I only took my Kindle, and I really missed having that book because the energy difference of reading off of the Kindle versus holding that reproduction in your hand is huge. It really is. That's amazing to me. But, you know, I think sometimes we have too much screen time, and the old-fashioned way has merit. So that's the original science of gettingrich.com. You've heard us talking about it, and it's time to pick yours up. If you haven't, and with the holiday season coming up, boy, what a great time to just load the stocking stuffers and everything with that book. Give something that lasts forever instead of something that just goes away and is gone and 
less than a week or something. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is I referred to it as something that happens every 28, 29 years in our life. It comes from astrology, but here's the setup. Had a listener write in asking how to reprogram some things in his subconscious mind. Well, I did a little bit of probing and found out that really it wasn't the subconscious mind that was the issue on this one. So the story is this guy was, uh, he'd been married for about almost 15 years and he was 29. Yikes. Do some quick math. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's high school sweethearts and they got married and I certainly admire that. But he had mentioned that there were some challenges that he was experiencing and he, something had happened sometime a couple of years ago that had affected their relationship. So here's a guy who's almost 30, and that came out in a couple of email volleys back and forth, that he was at his, he said he was 29 and a half. And boy, when he said that, I knew exactly where to go with this. (laughs) The bells were ringing. Yeah, because that's what we're going to talk about here. It's called your Saturn return. Because once isn't enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I've been looking at astrology a lot, and this is why it's just never ceases to amaze me at how much treasure there is inside that little chart that gets imprinted the moment that we are born. So astrology in its purest sense is just a snapshot of where the stars were at the moment of our birth. And the idea is that as our life unfolds, the energies of where those planets are reflect back on Earth Or could it be that the things on earth reflect up to the sky? I'm not sure which it is, but it's an energetic reflection of things that little energy hotspots in our life. We've talked about this before. If you haven't heard those episodes, I look at it as little energy vortexes, if you will, little energy hotspots, little energy concentration points. I'm not as interested in astrology from the predictive sense what's going to happen in the future. I like to look at it from the personality standpoint or like this from an event type standpoint of what's going on at that time. So you look at where the energy is and then you can kind of dance around with that to say, is this a time to be a little bit more cautious or is this a time to lean in and get up on the wave and surf? You know, it's time to ride. And I think there are both that happen in our life and astrology can tell you when those occur. Now, Astrology is broken down in basically three areas, planets, signs, and houses. We're going to talk about the the planet Saturn, and that's all you need to worry about, just the planet Saturn. So the moment you're born, Saturn is located somewhere around that circle. And every 29 and a half years, Saturn has made a full lap around the circle, and it comes back to the point where it was when you were born on the circle. So... Some of you, like me, maybe are you know get a little glassy-eyed when you start talking about astro- astrology because it's so so complex. There's so much. So we're talking about one element today that is impactful. So hang tight. <laughs> don't don't get overwhelmed. Just hang with us. So when Saturn comes back around to its original place when you were born, that's called the Saturn return. All of your planets have a return, but Saturn takes 29 and a half years to get back to where it was. Now, the energy of that can ramp up for up to two years, 
and it can taper down for as much as about two years. So really, this could be over about a four-year spread that this energy is there. Now, why is Saturn important? Well, Saturn in the chart, now if you go back to original Hellenistic or ancient astrology, they didn't have these powerful Hubble telescopes that could fly out into space. They could basically were looking almost through their naked eye. And back then, Saturn was the outermost planet. They didn't know about Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So Saturn was the outermost reach of what they thought was out there. So in their perspective, Saturn was the last stop before dark, cold space. So Saturn has this dark, malefic, cold type of aura to it. And in charts now, I don't think that charts can predict death, but a lot of people will look at where Saturn is if somebody dies and kind of correlate that. So Saturn being opposite a sun, Saturn being opposite a moon, Saturn being on top of something. Saturn can usually be involved when you look back at a chart and there was death. It also is what they call like the karmic godfather. (laughs) It's the one that is going to make sure that you comply with what you agreed to do when you came to planet Earth, right? It's the kick-your-butt planet. It's It's known as a disciplinarian. It's like a father. In fact, in mythology, Saturn is known as the father of Zeus. So it is the it is the Lord. It is the disciplinarian. It is the one that is going to keep you straight. It is the one that if you get out of line, you will meet in your karmic journey, Saturn. And it ain't going to be pretty. But it can be cooperative. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because I have a thesis on this. (laughs) So a lot of people, when they hit 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, and through there, meet some significant challenges or changes in their life. And that's when Saturn has come all the way back around, and now it's in alignment with where it was when you were born. Now, when it gets to that position, it kind of takes the attitude of, okay, let's see what you've been doing for the last 30 years, and let's get you set up for the next 30 years. So if you've sown good fruit, like you were saying a minute ago, if you've laid good soil and you've done things according to your purpose, the stream of life, we've played from the stream of life. Mm -hmm. If you've followed that, then Saturn is going to reward you. It's almost like a harvest time, if you will, as well. So if you've planted good seeds, those have sprouted up and now you're going to be able to clip the coupon. If this is your first Saturn return, 2829, it's going to position you for the next three decades, according to your karmic purpose. If you're my age, and I just had my Saturn just crossed over my natal Saturn just right after I came to Dallas. When you were down with your back thing, right? my Saturn was going over my natal Saturn. So I really spent a lot of time looking at that, what all that meant, and how that really absorbed that. The second time around, it can also club you upside the head if you need it. But for a lot of people, they've kind of learned their lessons by this point in life. And Saturn can then tee you up for the later years, the golden years. What you're going to do as your legacy, it can set you up for that. So yes, I think Saturn has two different functions as it approaches these key times in our life. Get your attention, 
shake you up, get you back on track, or reward and set you up for the future. Now, it's always for your good. You know, a, a father who disciplines his child does so for the child's good most of the time. Hopefully, it's not out of irritation. That's not the way to discipline kids. You discipline them out of love for their benefit, for their good, because you see that they are off path a little bit and you're bringing them back on a better path. But as the child receiving that discipline, it does not look like a good thing. No, it's no fun ever. And it's no fun for a parent to discipline their child. And I think Saturn feels the same way. It feels, oh, God, I wish we didn't have to do this, but here we go. Boom. (laughs) And it can often reside in areas of changes in relationship. So it scrambles that which is around us in relationship. And it can also affect health. It can affect job. Major changes, change of geography, These are the things that the tools that Saturn uses when it comes along. So basically, change is going to be there in one shape or the other. That's inevitable. So our listener friend who wrote in is going through exactly the characteristics of a Saturn return from the standpoint of it's reaching out to get his attention. And it's reaching out to bring him into the stream of life in areas where he is not now. And I'm so glad that he is reaching out and listening to stuff like this because if he can get on the benevolent side of Saturn, then over the next couple of years, as this energy starts to taper down, he can turn it around and use it to get him positioned exactly where he needs to be for the next 30 years. What a gift. So it's, I mean, it's how you play this is the result that you will have happen. Now, interestingly, my very good friend, Daniel Danovi, you've heard his name back a couple of years ago because he was one of the co-hosts on the Sedona trip. Daniel, when he was 29, 28, 29 in through there, he was living, he was working for Federal Express up in Michigan. He left his job. He left Michigan. He got divorced. I mean, it was like everything changed during that time. His geography his job, and his marital situation. That's Saturn returning. Right. And by the way, you remember the, uh, it was the uh, harmonic convergence, that big energetic alignment that happened back in the late 80s, early 90s. That was around that same time too. So boy, what a, like an energetic just thrust happened at that period. But in interesting, as we were talking about this beforehand, Majana had some changes around that time in her life. Right. Yeah. So I was married at that time and had a child. And about a month before she was born, my husband said, oh, I never wanted kids anyway. I just thought you would get over it. So we separated. And, you know, the sequence of events gets a little foggy. At some point, I remember getting very angry and challenging the universe and saying, um, great, you know, what else can happen? Because I was overwhelmed taking care of everything on my own as a young single white female. So the universe showed me what could happen. And the climax, as I recall it, was walking downstairs into to find out that my basement had flooded with sewage. 
and I was late for a dentist appointment. So I put the baby in the car on my way to the dentist for a root canal. I'm contacting carpet cleaners and plumbers. I go to the dentist, get over Novocated, so I look like I have, uh, have what's it called, Bell's palsy on one side of my face, pick up my child who had begun throwing up with a stomach virus while I was getting my tooth done. So driving back, holding a bowl for her to be sick in, and very irritated with all of this, and becoming more angry. So I continued to challenge the universe. Now what? Now what can happen? And that all ended with me um, receiving a phone call from my mom telling me that her cancer had returned. Now, I know I didn't cause that, but I sure didn't want to hear it. And that was when I I remember her, hey, she hung up and I just sat in the kitchen and I said, I get it. It can always be worse. I get it. I'm sorry. Please leave my family out of this. And I have to turn this around. So um, it happened. Saturn was there. That is just so typical of trying to get your attention. And then what happened after all of that cleared? After that, those were some of the best times um, of my life, you know, with my with my kids, just, um, you know, mom was around taking, helping, just spending quality time with family. And it was fabulous. But I had to surrender before I could get there. Yeah, see, exactly. And that's the point of this. All right. So look, everybody listening is in one of a couple of places. Either <laughs> you haven't had your first one yet, you're in between, or you're up around or past your second one. Right. Before, okay. during, or after. Yeah. So wherever you are in the spectrum, here's the kind of the way to look at it. And oh, by the way, on mine, uh, first Saturn return, I don't really remember anything remarkable. I've gone back and looked at that period of my life extensively. And I was, I mean, I had my own television production business. I had an account that I really wanted to get. I mean, things were generally good. The poop, the sewage didn't hit the fan for me until quite a bit later, maybe about 10 years later. So I think what happened with Saturn with me is it just looked down at my 29 and a half year mark and it just said, it shook its head and it said, there is not even any point trying to do anything here. We'll just have to wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like that shop is closed. But um, so it's not that you are going to have something malefic happen in your life. It's just a pattern. It's an energy vortex to look for, okay? So there can be some shakeup around it. There doesn't have to be. I'm right smack dab in the middle of number two right now. And what happened there is I had an urge for about six months before to really move things forward in my life. And it was uh, kind of a calling that was saying that Aspen was getting ready to complete and there was more. And then I came back, Majan and I got back together. Her back situation happened. That really focused me on looking at astrology closely. And now we're building this seminar and workshop business. So see, it can all work fine. I mean, that's good change. That's right. the kind of shakeup you want. And that's teeing up what we are going to be doing for the next 30 years. Yeah, I think I think what's important is to look at those hot spots and and kind of lean into them with acceptance and look at your lessons. What can I learn from this? Be gracious and humble. Get the ego out of there and really embrace the lessons and you can always ask for ease and grace. Yeah, the biggest 
thing to think of if you are in the midst of a Saturn return is resistance. Lay down the resistance and get conscious. So what you do is you spend a lot of time meditating and journaling. This is where you journal and you ask the universe to show you areas where you need to work on things. And especially if you're in that couple of three years around a Saturn return, this is like something you do every day. You think about for three or four years, you're going to be doing this every day. Because if you will just be proactive to ask for those lessons and ask for them gently and graciously and say, I'm open and I want to learn, I want to be in the middle of my stream of life, that's where Saturn will become a benevolent factor for you. What father doesn't love that in their kids? It's the little rebels that (laughs) drive the father crazy. So if you think of it in those terms, just get really friendly with a universe that wants to treat you so graciously and so generously according to that which you subscribed and said that you were going to accomplish karmically while you were here. That's what this is all about. This is some heavy soul purpose stuff. But I'm glad that we had this little chat. And now you are aware of this major influence in our lives. Yeah, it's a it's a very good thing to know and be aware of and embrace. So with that, keep your eye on the sky. <laughs> and enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.